It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We talked to several of the most popular potential Colts draft picks today. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you all for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day today episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Hello, everyone. It's Zach Hicks and Jake Arthur of the Locked On Colts podcast and obviously of HorseshoeHuddle.com. I'm your favorite film nerd over there. Jake is boots on the ground and we kind of approached it uh, a different way today. Jake was in the mosh pits. He was just doing all the dirty work here at the nfl combine media day sessions we was in the mud y'all <laughs> we was in the mud no you were in the mud i was you know wiping my feet off in the backside over there it's funny because i can't feel my feet still to this moment <laughs> yeah i was sitting back i was letting uh jake get in there with some of the top prospects at this event uh but luckily jake was able to get in there with tight end brock bowers with cornerback terry on arnold and with cornerback Cooper DeGene. I know those are three of your guys' favorite prospects. So Jake got in there. He's going to give us a lowdown on each of these three guys, and then obviously we're going to get some of my nerdy quips in there about how much these guys fit the Colts. But, Jake, let's start off with the man of the hour, Brock Bowers. Brock Mm -hmm. Bowers, obviously every Colts fan's dream, most most NFL fans' dream for their NFL team in this draft. Two-time Mackey Award winner, uh, fantastic things at the college level with Georgia. And he met with the Colts today, or met with the Colts the last couple of days. At some yeah. point, yeah. yeah. So um, he he has been asked if you've met with Team XYZ. He's met with <laughs> half the teams in the league. Uh, but he did confirm that he met with the Colts, and then I followed that up with saying, you know, uh, Colts tight end coach Tom Manning comes from the college game, and he still likes a lot of college concepts. Uh, you know, what's that like meeting with someone with those kind of ideas that it's kind of an easy avenue from college into the pros? And uh, he was he was really bullish on that aspect of it, you know, um, potentially having a tight ends coach that is so forward thinking. Like we lot of we saw a lot of Tom Manning's influence, not just on the tight ends, obviously, but in Shane Steichen's offense overall yep. this year. Yes. Uh, so he's a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of Anthony Richardson because uh, at Georgia, he obviously would would see Florida play Florida. They're huge rivals, uh, and he said he's an athletic freak. Uh, he, he gave George's defense fits, and that's a defense that's an NFL factory. Uh, so he would be really high on playing for a coach like Tom Manning, playing with a quarterback like Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, he was asked, obviously, you know, what are some of your strengths? What are some of the things you work on? Um, he acknowledged, you know, run after catch is, is my thing, my athleticism, creating extra yards. Uh, he acknowledged he does want to work on blocking, which – is most pretty much everyone's most correctable thing 
gripe about him because he can't really change his size. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, I liked that specifically. He went into it though. He wants to work on combating uh, defenders counter moves on blocks. Like if they get free from the first instance, sticking with it and like learning how to finish blocks essentially. So that's really good to hear a guy go further into uh, what he needs to work on, especially when you're a blue chip prospect that is everyone's top tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really good to hear from him. Uh, and yeah, overall, he just seems like a really positive player who who knows what he needs to work on, knows his strengths. Uh, says, you know, his, his favorite thing is to get those short screen passes with opportunities c- to create yards after catch. He really relishes it just as much as he does catching a, a 35-yard ball down the sideline. Jake, are you telling me that he wants to go to an offense that incorporates tight end screens and quick hitters like mesh concepts and drags and flats and stuff to their tight ends? And, and you know, a lot yeah. of RPO concepts and stuff, too. That's crazy, man. I wonder what this, team this could may fit be, that. This may be controversial, but I feel like I – no disrespect. Now, anytime that is said, it, it's always followed with disrespect. Right. But I'd rather see Brock Bowers taking a screen pass on a third and fourth or short rather than Mo Alleycox. Okay. All right. Too far. Too far. <laughs> Too far. With I, love, your I love you, Mo, but I think you would agree. <laughs> um, no, I really liked uh, what Brock Bowers had to say today. And, and in particular, when he talked about his meeting with the Colts, he did go mm-hmm. into detail with, you know, it wasn't just Tom Manning in that room. Now, he didn't list off every single person who was in that room because honestly he probably doesn't even know half the names that were in that room but he said it was a pretty big contingent a pretty in-depth interview right so like 10 15 guys which sounds like a lot but it's it's probably pretty standard like you're thinking of the the scouting departments in there including you know ed dodds and and chris ballard i'm sure probably shane um depending on who the prospect is there will probably be several members of that coaching staff so you're going you're gonna to get Shane, you're going to get Jim Bob Cooter, Tom Manning, some of those guys in there. So it seems like a lot of people, but still that's that's a, a lot of important people forming an opinion on someone who they would have to take by 15. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love the fit of Brock Bowers in this offense. I think if some miracle happens and he's there at 15 or if the Colts could even go up to, you know, maybe 13 or 12 to get him. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a ton of sense for the Indianapolis Colts. This is a, this is a blue chip player who puts your offense over the top. And I look, I know we love Jelani Woods. We love the potential of Jelani mm-hmm. Woods in this offense, but we can't count on that right now. We can count on Brock Bowers if he's there at 15. Yeah. So I think this is the guy, if he's there at 15, at least for me, I don't know if that's going to be the case for the Colts, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him. This, this draft process, I think, he just brings a lot of potential, and I think the Colts are one of the best overall fits for him in this draft class. Yeah, absolutely. And and not to discount Woods, but like even if he comes back healthy, okay, like we're <laughs> we're moving we're moving further along into the NFL of tight ends and receivers just being pass catchers. Not like receivers will always be receivers, but these tight ends, it, it's moving further into them not really being tight ends necessarily. Like the group is pass catcher. The weapon, offensive weapons and so you can get however many of these guys on the field as le- as you legally can it does not matter like you can have Jelani Woods and Brock Bowers on the field at the same time yeah you know they, they love two tight end sets like it can be done um any just think of any added anything added that Jelani Woods is able to, to bring to it after already getting Brock Bowers incredible potential with that group yeah it's the healthiest way to do it because if you don't factor in jelani woods to your tight end conversation which i know chris ballard has been doing Mm -hmm. uh in his recent interviews but if you don't factor him in 
if you don't get him back, you know, you're not being punished for that, yeah. you know, because if you don't get him back or he's not fully back to being Jelani Woods, you, you anticipated that, you know, you're doing fine without that. But mm-hmm. if you do get him back as being Jelani Woods, then you have that with a Brock Bowers or mm-hmm. with a Jatavian Sanders or whoever we're talking about here. So, um, yeah, I don't think Jelani Woods factors into it too much, even though Ballard is really doing his Ballard thing and saying like, oh, yeah, we like who we have and Jelani's got potential and and all that stuff. Um, I do think if Brock Bowers there at 15, it's a really real option for the Colts and and his uh, press conference availability kind of proved that or just showed, you know, again, further that 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 hype train there that we're trying to talk about here but coming up guys we're going to talk about another player that really fits the indianapolis colts and that is iowa cornerback cooper DeGene. we're going to talk about him here in just a second but first this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day go for a run take a nap read a book show up for a friend a lot of us spend (laughs) a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time the question is time for what if time was unlimited how would you use it? The best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule is to knowing what is important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Personally, I think the most important things in my life, besides the Colts, besides the Colts, are my wife and my little cockapoo dog. Those are my favorite things in the world, and I need to make more time for them. And therapy has been a great way of just you know, helping me step back and say, look, these are the two most important things to me. And I need to make time for them, even in this busy season that we're in uh, with draft content and free agent content. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today and get 10 off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Jake, we're diving into everyone in Indianapolis Colts fans' favorite prospect here, and that is... Cooper DeGene, cornerback from Iowa. Now, personally, uh, before I let you talk about his press availability, Cooper DeGene really is a guy where I've talked to multiple people who cover other teams and multiple people who work for other teams. And uh, jokingly, they've come up to me and said, hey, don't let Ballard get Cooper DeGene. Don't, hey, you know, try to talk Ballard off Cooper DeGene because, again, a lot of this is speculation. A lot of people don't know exactly who Chris Ballard is going to take, but watching the press conference, watching the film, looking at the traits. This is a guy that just screams, oh, yeah, Chris Ballard. This is a Midwesterner guy, Big Ten guy, super productive, super athletic, really nice demeanor. Like, this is a Chris Ballard guy. But what kind of Mm. impression did you get from Cooper DeGene at his press conference availability? Yeah, super grounded guy. I mean, he he screams Midwest, just like really laid back, like low-key. Seems like a guy just does his job and like – really is a, a student of the game and wants to do it well. Um, it seems like he would he would fit into a locker room pretty seamlessly. Um, but no, th- this this is definitely a guy that 
it makes a ton. It makes all the sense in the world to come to Indy. He's got the size. He's got the athleticism. That that plus trait of his is he's got that playmaker gene. Mm-hmm. Great punt returner. He can take the ball away. It does make so much sense. And and just like you said, we've been hearing a lot about a lot of people around here on Twitter connecting those dots, and it's I I can see why. Now I do do I think Ballard would prefer to maybe get some offensive playmaker there at 15 or if he trades down a little bit, sure. But I think he would also be in love with the prospect of getting someone like DeGene to really help complete that that secondary. Yeah, I mean, look, if we're looking at DeGene as an outside corner, I mean, he fits a lot of what Gus Bradley wants. Mm-hmm. He, he has the length, he has the physicality, he has the playmaking ability, he has the, the experience and the zone dropping type of scheme there at Iowa. Uh, so it does make a lot of sense with Gus Bradley. But I think the big thing that people were really asking was, you know, is he a safety? Is he a nickel guy? Is he an outside corner? And and he got asked that question quite a bit today, right, Jake? Yeah, he did. And he he essentially was asked it two or three different ways. But he he said he's comfortable doing all of it. Like he he tries to keep the mentality of an outside corner, whether he's playing inside or, or even back there at uh, back there in the in the deep third of the field. Um, but he, he, it feels like he knows what he's supposed to do in each spot. And he's not just being, he's not just being put there because he's athletic. He understands the roles all over the place. I love his mentality of being physical and wanting to be hard nosed and being disruptive, even at the line of close to the line of scrimmage when he can be. Um, but no, I mean, he, he's, he knows he's got the range to and, and puts the effort into identifying what offenses are doing before the snap. Um, you know, that's that's something that was asked about was, you know, what kind of a role does, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, the little the intricacies of being a football player, not just that God given ability like the, the, the stuff you don't see, like how much how much weight do you put on that? And that is something that he works at. So uh, for me, that's always incredibly important, like. I like to hear about the stuff you don't see on tape because to me, that's what puts you over the edge. Like we've seen a million guys who are brilliant athletes just flame out because they don't care. And having that insane athletic ability and actually, you know, having the effort to take it somewhere, I, I think is just such a huge X factor and he has it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's a guy who checks off a lot of boxes across the board. Uh, Again, if you're looking for a Ballard type corner, it's the length, it's the physicality, it's the playmaking ability. He's got all of those things that that Chris Ballard certainly covets. And again, we're talking about one of the best fits in this draft for the Gus Bradley scheme. So Mm -hmm. I think on paper, it's a great fit. And even if you're talking, you know, safety, nickel corner, outside corner. I, I can envision a very realistic role where even if Kenny Moore is back next year, he can have a similar type of role to Kenny either as as the successor or mm. as the backup or just again in a similar type way where you know you play a lot of nickel corner in those in those nickel sets and those dime sets, uh, play outside in base defense, and then you know in some of those inverted cover two type looks, you're dropping Cooper DeGene or or Kenny Moore back into that deep safety type role and having them over the top. You know, a guy who has great feel for the game a guy who's very physical and can make those those tackles and run fits that you like a uh, guy again who can who can just know when the ball is going to come to him and he can he can make a play on the ball mm-hmm. um, a lot of really good things out of Cooper DeGene and like I said I mean this is a guy where 
when I've been talking with other guys for, for beat reporters for others for other teens and 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 stuff like that, they've all said, you know, this is a Chris Ballard type of guy. If I've seen one, mm-hmm. again, don't put too much into that because they don't know the team as well as we do, or as well as you know other people around Indy do. But I do think you know people are starting to pick up on on what the Chris Ballard way is and what the Chris Ballard type is, and mm-hmm. I do think Cooper DeGene very much fits that. Yeah. And, and last thing on him is I think he brings a lot to the table that again, Gus Bradley and Ron Milas really like because they like versatility in that room. You've got Nick cross who they say, you know, they, they say he can play free strong and nickel. Uh, we know Julian Blackman can do that. We've seen them move pieces around, especially in the second half of the season when injuries were just really starting to weigh on them. And the is again, another guy you can move around anywhere. And we've talked about, you know, Kenny, even if they bring Kenny Moore back, you need a young player who's capable of providing some of the things that he does. Because there will come the day where Kenny's not here anymore or his, you know, his athletic ability just isn't what it used to be. And you you just mentioned it. Like, Cooper seems like a great, you know, eventual replacement for Kenny. Because, yes, Kenny is a nickel, but he's also a 100% snap guy. Yep, He's also your top outside corner. Uh, so you're 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 losing a lot if you lose Kenny for a game, and so having a guy with the position versatility like that's huge. Yeah, and I got one more big question for you, Jake. When it comes to Cooper DeGene's just just that press conference availability, mm-hmm. did he meet with the Jaguars? Did he meet with the Texans? <laughs> did he meet with the Colts? Did he meet with? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lose my mind here this week before it's, <laughs> before it's all over. Look, guys, these prospects they meet almost with every team informally and a handful of teams formally. So I guess look. Formal interviews, I guess they do serve some purpose to figure out who they're meeting with there. Mm-hmm. But even then, formal interview doesn't mean that they're interested in that player. It could just mean, hey, we have a medical recheck to do here mm-hmm. with this guy. So uh, keep that in the back of your mind. But yes, yes, mm. if, if we've learned anything from these press conferences, it's the 10 teams they have met with because we got 10 questions specifically asking about those teams. Yeah, if you want to know how I feel about it, <laughs> go to the YouTube channel, check out the Brock Bowers video. And... <laughs> He is asked about a team right away, and you can hear my dissatisfaction <laughs> immediately. So if you want to hear that, go check out the Brock Bowers interview. Definitely, definitely. But coming up, guys, we have one more cornerback to talk about today, and that is Terion Arnold from Alabama, a guy who I love coming into the week. But I feel like every media person here is in love with now leaving this week. But first, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Indiana Pacers fans, I know it's been a really weird season, mostly fun season, just a weird season at times. A lot of points, bet the over on every single game, uh, every single week with that. Uh, But go to FanDuel and just have some fun with this Pacers team. I know it's a fun time to watch. That makes sure it's a fun time to bet as well. So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Jake, we're talking one more cornerback here. Terry on Arnold out of Alabama. I know a lot of you Colts fans love him. I was always of the opinion coming into this week where like, yes, he's there at 15. You run up there, you you submit that pick and you say, all right, cool. We have our outside corner. We have this superstar that's going to be here for a while. But I don't know if he's going to be there at 15 because mm-hmm. he's going to test out of this world. He's an Alabama corner. He's physical. And today just kind of proved that he's got that big personality that teams love. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. He is my star of the the press availability so far. How high, How much I thought of C.J. Stroud's availability last year is what I thought of Terry on Arnold. That guy commands a room. There, there's not a lack of confidence about him. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like arrogance. Like he is just sure of what he is. And I I've got to imagine, I think I even heard about, you know, some of the, some of his meetings with teams are going really, really well yeah. because teams love that confidence, especially from a corner. Um, he told one story about, I, I actually think it, it was a huge scrum, but it was our own James Boyd asked, you know, there's no shortage of confidence to you. Has there ever been a point where, you lacked confidence, and he talked about getting benched against uh, getting benched against some team like a year or two ago, and he said he's he would never let that happen again. Um, even though it was one of his friends on the team who replaced him in the lineup, he like he says it to himself every single day when he wakes up. I will never let that happen again. the 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 guy seems like the ultimate leader, very close with his teammates, but like one of those guys who will not let you mope and pout like he will pick you up and you will keep going like w- what you want in like a quarterback as a field general is like terry on arnold as a corner like there was nothing not to love about him and again every media member's probably favorite interview of the week so far yeah and you know we see a lot of corners with this mindset now obviously a lot more of it goes into it than just mindset but we see a lot of corners with this mindset go super early in the draft i mean devon weatherspoon was the first cornerback mm-hmm. off the board last year and he was very very much you know the same exact way mm-hmm. um, i'm not going to say which team it was but my buddy who is close with weatherspoon um told me that there was a team that was like yeah we're not going to be in position to draft him but Man, I love the film, and I man, I love just the energy and just how crazy this guy is. So he went super high. We've seen it with J.C. Horn. We've seen it with Jair Alexander. We've seen it with Sauce Gardner. These these cornerbacks that have the confidence and the physicality to be in your face, not only on the field but off the field, and let you know about it. I mean, these corners go high because that's what teams want in their cornerback room. It's what DB coaches want in their in their DB room. So uh, Terry on Arnold did not lack for confidence, and that's exactly how cornerbacks should be Mm -hmm. uh but jake you haven't heard that he met with the indianapolis colts and apparently it was a pretty uh memorable interview there yeah i I mean in these interviews teams often go over plays with players they want them to identify what they're seeing you know just to kind of get on the same page or just see how they think how they process things and you know players oftentimes take notes and and so forth but um no, no notes needed from Arnold because he he doesn't need it. He's got like a photographic memory. He doesn't need to see something twice. That's awesome. Uh, the Colts throw something up for him. He's able to regurgitate it back to him. Um, yeah, and that's great. That's great. Again, because I I talked about it with the Gene, the behind the scenes stuff. What goes on between your ears, man? Like he he is another guy. He's a junkie. I asked him specifically 
about the behind the scenes stuff. You know, what goes on when there's not eyes on you, you know, weight room, uh, film room, all that. And he seems like he is obsessed with it. And he he gave me a great answer on that. You know, he, he talked exactly about what I was what I was just saying. You have to be tenacious in preparation when no one's looking, which is that's integrity. And, you know, you, you want those kind of players. We hear Ballard and Steichen talking about that all the time. He wants to know what the offense is doing before they're going to do it essentially he wants to be uber prepared everything about him film mentality all of it just screams alpha cornerback island cornerback he wants that he wants that matchup against like a marvin harrison jr you know uh if if you want someone on your defense to to follow a a top wide receiver around you're not going to look beyond arnold because that's your guy yeah, and that's why he's going to go top five or seven that in this draft. That dude is going to go high. <laughs> now, I, again, I would love him at 15, but I don't know how realistic it is. But, look, you have to be prepared for these things because you never know what's going to happen if a guy's going to fall for this or that reason whatsoever. And, and, look, a guy like Arnold has no reason being there at 15, but it can happen. But I love that you mentioned that you know he didn't have to take notes in the Colts meeting room because, look, when you're coming from a Saban-led defense, you've seen it all. You've seen oh, every yeah. aspect of defense. You've seen uh, what the NFL is doing. You've seen what the peak of college football is doing when it comes to defensive schematics and stuff. So, uh, yeah, he's seen a lot of it there. But I love Terry on Arnold, man. Former safety, yeah. former safety as well yeah. that converted a corner. I know the Colts love doing that. Mm-hmm. It's never really worked out for them, but they love doing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, former safety at corner, too, and he brings kind of that that mindset, right? Yeah, and he he wants. I ask about the importance of tackling when you're a cornerback too, because that's a super competitive guy. Yeah, and he wants it. He wants to be able to tackle, uh, and he basically reiterated things we've heard from the Colts in the past, like Gus Bradley, for example, Matt Eberflus, even before. You know, you're never going to be a good tackling defense unless your cornerbacks are into it too. And Arnold wants to be the one that kills the play at the line of scrimmage, and he's a corner. Uh, so you you just love that mentality, especially like out of the slot. He said he turns he turns into a linebacker when he's lining up in the slot. He he said that, and you don't hear cornerbacks a lot of these guys who don't relish contact say that they turn into a linebacker. Yeah. Uh, so that was really great to see because matching him up with a guy like Juju Brents who has the same mentality. That's that's nice. That's yeah. Nice. And one more thing of note, too. I think the first two guys we mentioned, Bowers and DeGene, are unlikely to to work out this week. Like, DeGene's not working out. I don't think Bowers no. is going to work so out. DeGene said he just got cleared like a week ago, so he's just flat out not ready. But he will work out sometime before the combine, probably not at their pro day. Yes, and I don't believe that Bowers is going to work out. But Arnold, I believe, should be working out this week. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a show. Yeah. It's going to be a show, man. He's... Yep. Again, he's a he's a one of one athlete. Uh, he's a one of one competitor. He's a one of one player on film, and he's going to be a top five to seven player. But again, we have to be prepared. We love Terry on Arnold, and we would love for him to be there at fifteen. I believe that's all we have for today, though, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get out of here, though, the Indie Draft Guides pre-orders are now open for eight ninety nine with code DRAFTMIS. You get access to an essential piece of reading for Colts fans, both before and after the draft, featuring 225 in-depth scouting reports, features, and much more. You guys can click the the link in the show notes uh, to pre-order today and learn all about these three players that we talked about on today's episode. And if you guys don't already, make sure you're following 
following at Locked On Colts, at Arthur NFL, and at Zach Hicks, too, all on Twitter. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We love your guys' ratings, reviews, and we'll be back here tomorrow afternoon, my beautiful friends. Back here yet again tomorrow afternoon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.